Yeah, because my name is Peg and I can whistle. And your mom used to whistle at you. <laughs> that sounds weird. Not I mean like whistle for you to come in. Oh yeah. Were, so growing up, was it like during the summer? Would you go out and just stay out to your mom yell for you to come home, or did you stay inside all the time? Uh, pretty much until my. I mean, when I was really young, I wasn't able to go very like. I mean, you know what I mean, Dick. Like, like, old, like yeah, ten, eleven I mean, years not, old. You like when the streetlights came on. Yeah, yeah. We always play football. I'm not talking about we toddler had, pig out there just yeah. running loose. I remember we had a a bunch of kids in the neighborhood that had like big backyards, including myself. But we'd always play football on the street. I have yeah, no idea why. Toughens you up. <laughs> Yeah, you know who didn't football. play enough football out in the street? Oh, no. Yeah. You know I had to get to the end. I had to drink my sorrows away this weekend. So for it those of you who don't know, yeah. if, if you're new to this podcast, David is an alum of the Ohio State University. Yes, and also what a year? former football player. <laughs> He's Jim Dressel's <laughs> nephew. 2011. Um, my The years I was there were like the most down that Ohio State has been in football basically in the last 20 years. Did they lose to Michigan then? Yeah, that was the last time they lost to Michigan was my uh, junior year, 2011. Or no, my senior. Wait, what year did I say I graduated? 2011? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 2011. The end of, but I was already graduated when they lost. I graduated in the spring and they, they uh, lost in the fall. Lost that. Yeah. Cause like right after, um, Right after I graduated, Jim Trestle got fired, and then Luke Fickle took over, and now Luke Fickle all of a sudden is this like amazing coach down in Cincinnati, which is where I live. So, but yeah, the, the years I was there was 07. They went to the national championship and lost to LSU my first year, mm-hmm. and then uh, 08, 2008, 2009. They were they were good, but not great, and then. Uh, yeah, 2010 was my last year being, uh, and they were just okay. I think they were like 10 and two or something like that. I don't remember, but it was like the Terrell prior years. They would always be really good, and then you know, kind of kind of like what happened this year. But it's okay, Gary, because last night I don't know if you stayed up, but you're making me stay up late tonight. But last night, I, well, I didn't stay up late because it was past my bedtime. But Ohio State knocked off in basketball. The Duke Blue Devils, number one team in the land. And it's okay because Ohio State, I mean, a lot of people know this, but Ohio State's always been a basketball school. So it's so now right. that you've got the history, Saturday, um, it, it, it dawns on me, hey, Ohio State's playing Michigan. <laughs> Let's go on Twitter. <laughs> Let's Exactly. I went on Twitter. I didn't even look at the score. Didn't even check. <laughs> and you know. Go on Twitter, and I see David bitching about the refs he posts some stupid picture of why some kid didn't get kicked out because he was holding the guy's foot yeah but that they're what and the dude got his helmet call? illegal foot holding the <laughs> illegal foot massage that's that's unsportsmanlike conduct the dude was he was the guy was basically like you know kind of on top of him after the after the play and he held his leg which whatever it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter because that's not what the that's not what decided the game. Ohio State got their booties handed to them, and it was kind of a see. Ohio State is in a uh kind of a, a tough situation because uh 
the way that Big Ten they football ask is, in the SEC and they won't let them. Yeah. <laughs> the way that Big Ten football is, is still you have people that want to try to play smash mouth football like Michigan and Wisconsin and Iowa and Stuff some years Northwestern. Run the yeah. ball to set up the yeah. And you've got to have a, a tough, you know, defense. But Ohio State really kind of honestly overlooks the Big Ten a lot of years. And they say we're playing for national championships, not for Big Ten championships. Yeah, we got we to really put, we gotta put yeah. 60 on Akron to get that. Right. So <laughs> they build their team around being, you know, skilled, skilled and, and, you know, they're playing this crazy four two five defense. And then you go and you have a team that's just going to smack you in the mouth for four quarters. And, and it ha- the, they played last year against Alabama, a four, four defense four you know, four down linemen and four linebackers against a skilled team. And then this year when they should have played a four, four defense, they played, you know, basically the the wimpy because they had, I mean, you know what was what was happening, and Ohio State couldn't stop them. They just ran the bus, you know, smacked them in the mouth. So, kind of like uh, some changes are afoot. But outside of that game, I've been. This is like the crazy season in football. Like, oh yeah, you got this is the fun Lane, part. Lane Kiffin going to USC, and apparently he was recruiting for USC while still coaching for Oklahoma, or one of his coaches was. You've got. Yeah, he's not going to USC now, right? Or not Lane Kiffin, uh, Lincoln Riley. Yeah, Lincoln dude. Riley. Yeah, Lincoln Riley. Um, Lane Kiffin was at USC before and left. Uh, he left Tennessee after one year to go to USC and then got fired after, like, was yeah. it? Kind of like Brian years? Kelly said, toodles. Yeah, call him Baton Rouge. I'm going to, I'm going to, <laughs> with, I don't know. Someone said uh, <laughs> the best thing about Brian Kelly is, like, you're going to, to, to Louisiana he looks like a dude who thinks Sprite is too spicy, so I can imagine what he's going to be like in Louisiana. <laughs> oh, Lord. But shout out to uh, my good friend. He actually played at Ohio State when I was there. Marcus Freeman is apparently going to be the new coach of Notre Dame. That's my cousin. Yeah. Marcus Thomas Freeman. Mm-hmm. Or half cousins. Yeah, half <laughs> On Tommy's side. My cousin, well, I won't talk about it, but he coached at Temple. Formerly coached at Temple, but we'll he see played for he, Cincinnati. Or he played for, for Cincinnati. Cincinnati and then coached at Temple and and. Or he uh, played at Eastern. Where did he play at? He, co- he coached. He played at Cincinnati. Coached at Florida A and M, Eastern Kentucky, then Northern Illinois, then Temple. Now he's a free agent, so I'm his. I'm his agent. If <laughs> anybody. <laughs> You're the Drew Rosenhaus. Yes, of, of coaches. College football defensive line coaches. Well, now that we've got that out of the way. Yeah. This is the Beards and Beards podcast. I'm Gary. <laughs> Hopefully, Alongside yeah. me is that guy from the Ohio State University. Yeah. You notice, Gary, I just got the Ohio. I'm not saying Ohio State, but I'm still repping the whole state. Yeah. But I can't I mean, wear the scarlet. I can wear the gray, but not the scarlet tonight. What's the scarlet? Just the other Ohio State's other color. Oh, I thought it was just red. Do you ever realize? Do you ever look at your clothes and say, like, man, I have a lot of the same color of clothes? Black and gray. Yeah, ninety percent of my clothes are gray. Yeah, which I'm like, I feel like that makes sense living. I don't in know. Ohio. I don't know what you would look like flamboyantly colorful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I got. A, I have a few. Uh, few things. They're not even. It's like the muted version of like. 
not even a bright green, like a maybe like a hunter green shirt or something like like I'm not a flashy dresser, but <laughs> obviously clearly is 90% of my clothes are gray. But yeah, you just notice like, oh, everything I have is gray. And then I have a gray pair of, of pants and I'm uh, like, I can't wear gray any... sweatpants. He's in a bear. Angie be checking out the outline. <laughs> no, they're not sweatpants. They're uh, <laughs> they're like gray khakis. Oh, like I can't wear. I have no shirts to wear with this because all my shirts are gray and it's like the, a slightly different color gray. You know I mean, navy shirts doesn't navy go with gray? I think I do, but I don't. I'm not really in the mood to wear blue right now. Listen, one housekeeping thing to get out of the way. Now we never ask for anything from you. This is a free podcast funded yeah. by the internet, uh, Jeff Bezos, and you know the the big platform we have on Amazon Music, but. Tonight, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, if you would share this podcast, tell a friend about it, tell a friend of a friend, and then that friend yeah. ends up finding David and giving him something. <laughs> I'm not gonna not I'm not gonna spoil it. We're gonna Let's talk just about say, it. Yeah, friend of a friend. I'm, we're not gonna. Are we gonna talk about? Not it even really a friend it? of a friend. We'll talk about it, but not even yeah. really a friend of a friend. But the this tis the season, Gary. The holiday parties. Say, hey, mm-hmm. what what have you been up to? You know what. what I, instead of talking about work, talk talking about how about you're podcast. a huge fan of this podcast and say, I, I listen to these dudes. They're idiots. So I was listening hey, to Joe you. Rogan, and then all of a sudden it cut right into Beers and Beards. <laughs> yeah. The Did you see my most listened to podcast on Spotify this year was us? Uh, the Spotify wrapped or whatever. And I most, and the, the sad thing about it is. I don't listen to us on Spotify. The sad, that's what I was going to say. The sad thing is if I usually, sometimes I'll listen, but I don't usually listen to the whole episode, but I'll listen to like, I'll skip around. Yeah. And I'm like, how is that my most listened to? But I'm not, I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify as much. I'm not like a, do, do, do a lot of people usually listen on like the same platform, I guess to make it more organized. I listen everywhere. I, I don't same. have like, a, I listen in the car mostly to my podcast on Spotify. But That's I don't listen I do. to ours because nine times out of ten, I post it and then I don't revisit it. No, sorry, somebody dropped something. Revisit until you post about it, and you almost always post it from iTunes. So that's I just go and listen to it from there. Oh yeah, I post the like the screenshot from iTunes because it yeah. looks the coolest. But then I started posting uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. People don't care. About. Anyway, but my most listened podcast. Would, <laughs> Take a guess. Two bears and one cave. Nope. And I, actually, you don't even know this podcast. So, oh, how am I supposed to guess? ESPN. Is it a gardening podcast? It is called Annual Pass. Okay. It's a theme park podcast. Oh. I've listened to all 26 episodes from this year, every minute of every episode. So it was like, I don't know, 26 hours ish. Is it hour long? Yeah. From the Shout out to Adventure Pass. Big <laughs> Annual <listeners>. Pass. <laughs> Whatever. Annual Pass. Uh, it's from the Rooster Teeth family. It's you like a that? family of people? It's like a family of podcasts. They do a bunch uh, of stuff. Rooster Teeth. No. See, I'm like, you know, my wife is the one that's in. She's always telling me, you got to listen to this podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's into podcasts. She listens to a lot office of them. Girls. A lot of the office girl, office ladies. Um, this American Which Life. I, see, fresh air. 
I, I can't. Ones. This American Life comes on the radio. I so feel like, like why would I listen? You know, she listens to this, and I feel like I feel like every podcast that she listens to, you know, how that you get like marriage points. Mm-hmm. I'll have her listen back and say like, okay, you got that one. Uh, reply all. She listens to. Um, trying to think what other ones is is podcasting the new like tv blogging for you it's like the eh, it's like the new i think you know how when we first started blogging everyone had a blog like writing Mm -hmm. i think it's the new it because it's so passive too right it's you can listen to it and not it's on your own terms yeah and it's you can oh you know i tuned out for five minutes or ten minutes or whatever but it's still going and i'm I just need noise, right? I think a lot of people would just listen to podcasts for noise, and that's what we're here for. We are we, we definitely random noise. noise. Yes, white noise. Have you you ever listened to what? Uh, do you listen to like white noise? Well, you watch theme park videos to fall asleep, but do you listen yeah. to like white noise? You ever listen to white noise? Uh I mean, I sleep with a fan, so same thing. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I have. I used to sleep noise. with a fan, and I started getting horrible like sinus infections and like really yeah my eyes would be no but like just from like sleeping i guess that i was the fan was like too close to my face but my eyes would be all dry when i woke up in the morning you're not supposed to do that also apparently if you have lace when i got lasik they said do not sleep in front of a fan and i didn't i I didn't know that if it was i didn't know it was like it like like a infinite like i i could i was like maybe i can start now but it just dries out my eyes really bad and get it, it like like i had like a sore throat because you i don't know i just maybe i'm probably too close to the fan maybe i don't know abby hates the fan she wants to sleep with the screaming baby four-year-old three-year-old <laughs> he, listen uh, he's the sleep champ of the household um i bet he seems like, like he would be i mean he's just Dude, dude, does it ever? I don't know. Just <laughs> listen to Gary's other podcast if you want to hear about the kids. Yeah, close enough. Close enough. It's on the uh, on podfreak.com. What's the uh, what's our we need our pod we need to name our podcast network and then we can get maybe Juan can do one episode of a podcast <laughs> that we can have like a whole yeah podcast network. What now that we've reeled you in with this exhilarating conversation, we've got some B&B awesome podcast things network. coming up. Um, yeah. I don't know. Are we supposed to talk about it? Yeah, so we can talk about it. We're doing a live show, yeah, live recorded show. We're doing an on-location show, Yeah. first of all, at 10 a.m. in a brewery. <laughs> it might not be. I didn't realize that I have some other – not. We'll talk about it, but it it might not be starting that early. <laughs> might be like, eleven. Can you, can you be here ten? Like, yeah, I won't wake up and fucking yeah, I'm gonna on Saturday morning for you. Yeah, I'm gonna. It might be a little bit later than that. Okay, uh, we'll talk about it. But yeah, um, stay. We'll tuned. circle back to the time. Yeah, stay tuned. Are you gonna say where I, we're going? We're going to do that. Uh, it's a brewery right down the street from my house, so I can yeah. like walk there. And I have I, I do walk there regularly. It's street side brewery. And then walk there. Special not next, uh not next week's show, but the following week, two weeks. Yeah. Dude, we've only got four shows left this year. 
We'll have a couple of special guests, probably. We'll have a special beer. Hint, hint. Brewed by me. Yes. Gary Thomas special, which is, if Gary could brew a beer, it would be bourbon. Yeah, it would be a a barrel-aged Bud Light bourbon. (laughs) Bourbon. I'm, yeah, I'm... No, I wouldn't be surprised. Imagine the collaboration between Michelob Ultra and Basil Hayden. <laughs> the collaboration. The combo we, we never knew we needed. They did like a, um, I want to say they did like a, it wasn't fully, it wasn't like technique. It was like wood aged. It wasn't barrel aged. They did one last year. They did maybe wood, two years ago. Birch aged. Beechwood. Yeah. <laughs> Beechwood smoked or whatever. Um, so we got that. We have, we decided we're going to do our Christmas show slash, I guess, what would be the last show of the year. We're going to end the year with our bourbon tasting challenge from Mike challenge. Tabor. Yes. And shout out Mike Tabor. He texted me the other night. Listen, he's, he's got the scoop. So he turns me on to, like, I was at, total wine and spirits they've got one in lexington they got a couple in lexington but this guy's like yeah well, you know we're gonna have some christmas stuff whatever so you know i was talking to mike he's like oh you got to get on a list to you know for their preferred bro it's like <clears throat> imagine your kroger card and you need to accumulate twenty five thousand <laughs> kroger points to get on this list to get uh what would you get at kroger like the good carrots they would give they would tell you like oh hey this is going to be available these special oreos you know like hey <laughs> for me it'd be rock and roll chicken you know because they never have that shit but it'd be like hey we're gonna get three bags of rock and roll chicken on friday wink wink <laughs> be here because mike said he used to go stand like stand when they do drops at like liquor bar and stuff and there'd be yeah. so many people there that they just do it now i guess through their loyalty program or whatever oh, that's cool well i mean i guess if you buy a lot of uh, you know, liquor, whatever at, at what is it, liquor barn? Uh, well, I don't know how liquor barn does it, but it was total wine and spirit. Total wine. Yeah. Download the app. I was like, man, I'm gonna get in this program. Yeah, I'm not even. Yeah, I got to get to five thousand. <laughs> I got five hundred free points for downloading the app. I got to get to five thousand points to even get like, you know. And that's not even. I mean, there's what's it probably in Lexington. It's not even mm-hmm. that close to you. So yeah. Well, that's our. We got a couple special shows. The rest of the year. We're approaching got, show 100. be early 2022. Yeah. yeah. And I've then, got a then couple of trips planned up. Planned coming really? up. Yeah. Where are you going? We'll talk about it. Maybe I'll do a live you vague on son of a bitch. <laughs> now I'm going to... Uh, Michigan? Akron. Rubber City. Rubber Town, as one would call it. And then I'm going to... Uh, like the D.C. area into the, for New Year's. Really? So, gonna, yeah. At the Lincoln Memorial, you're going to yeah. pop off? Yep. So got a couple of trips coming up. That'll be fun. We'll have some more hashtag content to talk about. We'll, we will influence you to micro, be, be ready. In the micro realm, we <laughs> be ready. You know what's fun, though? A guy I worked with hit me up tonight, and he – doesn't drink bourbon, but he's got like 75 bottles, right? So he hits me up. A bourbon? A bourbon, yeah. He he literally, I don't want to like dox, I don't want to tell you his name, lives nearly on property at Buffalo Trace. Like can walk there. Okay. So he just goes and gets the good stuff every yes. whenever they have it. Yeah. And so he texts me. Um, He's like, hey, how much do you think this is worth? 
uh, and it is the it's Woodford uh, Master Series. I think that's what it is. That's that's the one that I saw was talking about last week that I saw. Yeah, Masters Collection. Yeah, they only buy one. It was like one hundred twenty-seven dollars from Buffalo Trace. No, it's from Woodford. No, he didn't go to <laughs> Buffalo Trace to get, but he he went and got it. Yeah. Also, th- through the power of networking, this is what this young man would like. So, if anybody can come up, and they don't ship from there, so you'd have to go. To, I think it's not like Kansas City. Um, but if anybody has the hookup with Wabash Reserve, uh, it's Boot Hill Distillery. Drop okay. us a line. <laughs> All right. It, it's a sentimental reason. I don't think it's like a big, okay. highly sought after bourbon, but I think it's for a sentimental reason. And where in Kansas? Kansas City. Maybe it's Kansas City, Missouri. I don't know. Oh, you should have told me. I know someone who was driving just through there. I did just tell you. I mean, before, previously, oh. I think they're not there anymore. <laughs> Oh, like he texted me right before the show started. So. Oh, okay. Wow. But with that being said, let's get into some hot, juicy topics tonight, David. Um, yeah. We, I feel like we always go back to our friends over at Drizzly. Drizzly, if you're listening, partner up yeah. with some micro influencers. Bev, I think they call it Bev Alcohol Insights. I'm like a sucker for data, and I like seeing like what what's selling and, and anal- yeah. this isn't really analytical this is like top 10 which yeah this okay, is that's, like hey we made a yeah made a list of, of the stuff uh, so this is a comparison from 2020 to 2021 yeah. of the top 10 selling flavored whiskey items and yeah. this is just from drizzly which if you listen to the show you know they got bought out by uber and flavored and whiskey to be too, honest yes, if they, they want to if uber wants to buy us out if <laughs> drizzly Drizzly. We could be the official Drizzly podcast. I'll talk about it later. I'll tell you about the email <laughs> I got. But uh, all right, twenty twenty. Break us down the top ten, David. So, I, well, first of all, so this is flavored whiskey, and uh-huh. flavored whiskey. I feel like is such a. It's like a slippery slope, too. Right, yeah, you will it's not everything find from on this list. Yes, everything from, you know stuff you would expect and then stuff you're like oh i guess that technically counts so what you want to do number 10 2021 uh, which number i see these everywhere yeah uh, fireball uh, party bucket is number 10 yeah it's like 2021 a, yeah it's like a bucket of like small bottles of, of fireball. Little, yeah of the yeah. little uh airplane bottles yeah number nine wild turkey american honey which is I don't really. I'm mean, not. I don't really look at flavored whiskey a lot, but I don't see that as much as you would think. I don't. No. Um, number eight, Jack Daniel's Tennessee apple flavored whiskey. Probably not bad. Which the original Jack Daniel's technically bourbon. Technically bourbon. Yeah. They don't claim it to be bourbon, but it technically is bourbon. Tennessee whiskey. Number seven is Fireball Sleeve. I think that's just Fireball. You have to drink it out of a sleeve, a shirt sleeve. Yep. Number six, Fireball Pocket. Jack Daniels, Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee Fire. Man, cinnamon running the gamut. Number five, and then the top five. You got one, two, three of the top five are Crown Royal, Crown Royal flavors. Yeah. Number five is Crown Royal Vanilla, Crown Royal Peach, which we we talked about before. That peach, like they got to keep it. The locked cheerleaders up. be stealing yes. it up there. Yeah. Number three is Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey, which I had on the show earlier this year. Yep. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, I got like one of those airplane (laughs) bottles. Number two, Crown Royal Regal Apple. And number one, the king, 
of flavored whiskey is Fireball, the original Fireball. Listen, throw that in the freezer. Fireball's in there three times. It's the same drink. <laughs> We're talking not, about three different packages. It's not like a different like Fireball, <laughs> yeah. apple cinnamon Fireball. It's yeah. just yeah. That's what's crazy is like they're, it's that popular. And I, I guess it still is like a college thing, but I'm just out of the college. I had two my two brothers in law, which they're officially allowed to listen to the podcast now. They turned twenty one. Hey, congratulations, twins. boys! Um, I did not get them Fireball. I actually got them a mixed hard seltzer six pack to share. <laughs> so they're not big beer drinkers, and I definitely don't think that they. I'm sure they've had like liquor and Fireball and stuff like that, but I they say like, on the college campus, I feel like Fireball have still to, is a like, winner. They can't be the oddity because, you know, your whole that Andy. No, they said. I mean, they said every like. I think they'll they'll come around. Okay. Give them a call. I did. I believe it or not, did not like beer when I was twenty one. Took me until twenty one in three days. Um, you're this day this day old now. When I tell you, I still don't like beer. Yes. Do you know what I? You know what I did drink though, Gary. When mm. I was 20, when I was twenty one and old enough to to drink in college. Everclear. No, I drank Woodchuck hard cider. What the hell is that? It's a, just a hard cider. That's yeah. Woodchuck is it still around? It's still around. You still see it every once in a while. It's not as popular, but Do you like. Is there something in your past? Maybe you mixed alcohol with something, and you just this the smell of it will make you fireball. Sick. Just fireball in general. Really? Yeah. You can't like it makes you sick. Not sick, but I I can't like start out like you know a lot of people. Did you get start sick on fireball, fireball though? Just really really drunk, and I don't remember if I got like not a, red. Not gonna lie, I don't remember if I got sick or not. But that and then. The other thing, which this is the white trash drink, official white trash drink. Mm-hmm. Um, Can Bobby Emmons confirm this? Malibu co- coconut rum mm. and Mountain Dew. I'm not a rum guy. Are you a rum guy? <laughs> what about coconut rum? Coconut rum does not officially count as Put rum. The lime and the coconut. <laughs> Have you ever had the Malibu coconut? It's like 20%. It's very light. It's You can buy it. In like, like for pina colada type stuff? or Yeah. Not you can buy it in the grocery store. When I went on my honeymoon, I bought a we we went to the Malibu rum distillery. Really? And let me tell you, <laughs> we got up there and it's like an open vat of just coconut bird shit, debris, <laughs> just up there cooking with everything. Delicious. You know, it gets filtered and does all that. But uh but while I was there duty free from our cruise, I bought, bought a bunch of coconut rum. Did not about rum. I bought cockspur rum. Just that was a funny name. <laughs> and you still have it? No, I give it always gifts. Yeah. So that's the kind of guy I am, dude. What was your thing? Uh, you, you've talked about vodka, it before. Vodka, vodka lemonade. I can't yeah. do either. Lynchburg lemonade, or not even Lynchburg. Country time, baby. Yeah. Like I've not had a lemonade. In lemonade is so refreshing. Though. Twenty-two years. Dot Mountain Dew is refreshing, David. <laughs> I'm not a huge like. I'll drink a lim like. 
I don't really drink that much lemonade either. I mean, I'm not like when I was eight, I did. Like, you know, your grandparents come out with the pitcher of lemonade, like, oh, like, yeah, like you're see. like a farmer, yeah, like, sitting on the front porch. Oh, start fanning yourself. Oh shit, this lemonade be smacking, bro. <laughs> no, I just, I, I don't know. Yeah, no vodka. I've, I bet I've not had vodka in anything, and say I'm 41, so I was. I wasn't 21 when this happened. Don't tell mom. It's probably like 23, this 24 was 30, years. 35 years ago. This I was nine. <laughs> no. The um the 21 year olds did say they 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 went out to dinner. They went to Long Longhorn Steakhouse for the 21st birthday. Get Long Island iced tea. No, that would be odd. That was, that would have been a good idea. They would, probably would have liked that, but they got uh, vodka tonic. <laughs> Who the fuck <laughs> drinks vodka tonic? Also, like with dinner. Lisa, get a hold of your children. <laughs> what? Come on now, vodka tonic. That, that, I know. I was. Know. I was not there. I didn't pick you out the drink. Like, and I wasn't there when, I, when the story was told, or I would have shamed them. Yeah. No, just they. They are. How they, about just don't, just don't drink. Be good, yeah. straight edge kids. Look what look what you could become. I know. If you're watching this, you're looking into a mirror of your future. <laughs> Like it's not super bright. At least on this side of the table, it's not super bright. Yeah, you have. Uh, oh, they know. I mean, they've been I've got to five thousand dollars worth of bourbon and a podcast to show for it. They've <laughs> they've been to more breweries probably than I bet like eighty eighty percent of the population. <laughs> this brewery's so fucking stupid. <laughs> they serve food here. <laughs> Yeah, they have been to breweries with us where they had no other options other than beer, so they just drank water. <laughs> Some breweries don't even have water. <laughs> it's like not what waiting for the beer with. We got a light beer. What's the dog doing? <laughs> That's crazy, bro. I don't yeah. know. Some it's... of them are good though. Some of them have like their own like craft soda pop. Rick root beer. Yeah. Root beer I can go straight to hell. Cra- uh, craft root beer. Some of them have like some of the fancy stuff, like the the yaritos, the Mexican soda. They they like you know the sweet stuff. But anyway, I digress. You know who's digressed massively in his elder years? Who? Scotty Pippen. <laughs> yeah, I heard him I, in an interview say he was the greatest of all time. Then the greatest second fiddle of all time. So we on the show we covered you know, he's coming out with his own bourbon. Um they're releasing their bourbon barrel aged tea, which I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah. Um and you can mix it. it you can drink it alone or you can just add more bourbon to it. Yeah. I didn't see I thought the the bourbon barrel aged tea was called digits, but that's his uh is bourbon. Digits is the bourbon, yeah. Yeah, what's the tea called? Uh, bourbon, named after the superstar's gigantic hands. I don't know. <laughs> but they, so it's aged at renowned Napa Valley winemaker Dave this has it's, This has shitty written all over it. Napa Valley uh, bourbon, because <laughs> that's what Napa Valley is known for, their bourbon, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to go on that Napa Valley bourbon tour um i'll guess it's digits bourbon barrel aged tea yeah with smith tea maker launches on december 5th so 
uh, just in time for Christmas. I uh, bet I, it will be on a scale of one to a hundred. Garrett, it'll be. I bet it'll be about a thirty-three. I see what you did there. I see what Some you did there. Some people will get that. Some people won't. But yeah, the I feel like the I don't know, just the the celebrity bourbon and you know vodka and they're well, all somebody asked me live. the other day. They said you, you drink a lot of bourbon. I was like, yeah. They're like you've tried a lot of bourbons. Yeah. Why don't you make your own bourbon? I said because it would be shitty. Like there's no. Yeah. Like, we could take the same recipe, the same mash bill, and create it ourselves. It's going to be shitty. Like there's magic that happens in these distilleries. You know what I mean? Like it's sprinkle there's a, a little reason bit of crack in there. The, what? They sprinkle a little bit of crack. No, it's just tried and true and they've done it like it would be yeah. we're better they off just making it, yeah. moonshine. Although I have made beer that's been not better than it's a like, little different. Yeah. Not better than most breweries, but better than some breweries beers that I've had. Because I've been to some Really bad breweries. Really? Yes. Um, <laughs> the the ones that were really... Most of the ones, it's like especially in Cincinnati, that were really bad have closed. Oh. Um, but, yeah. I think all this talk about alcohol. You always get to go first. So I'm going first tonight for, for drinking. We got one more story, but we'll save it. Cause it's Before you do this, let me say... Yeah. Well, our biggest fan, Connie, said, did David she drink that it. whole thing last week? <laughs> she was not the only one that asked. I was like, <laughs> pretty sure he did. After having, what was that, about four fingers of bourbon? <laughs> he had to pour the bourbon yeah. out so he could stick his, what did you stick in there? Apples? Apples and cinnamon sticks and uh, vanilla. It's going to be good. I said, though, he, had a, he had a crowler or growler or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, crowler. You just get filling the glass up. It's like thirty-two ounces. That's a lot. That's yeah. It's like two beer, two full pint, like two pints. But I think that beer was like seven. It, I don't know. It was a lot within a short amount of time. And it was from space. Yeah. Did send you? Did you wake up with a headache the next day? To be honest. <laughs> no, I didn't. The next day was Thanksgiving. I woke up and went and ran the turkey trot. Pause. And then I owe I owe on an on air apology to to David Anthony Pig McKinney. Why? Talk shit about him making Brussels sprouts. I'll be goddamn if I didn't go to <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner and there's Brussels sprouts there. That's because your mom knew she heard. No, it wasn't a hurt. It wasn't at that dinner. It was Abby's dinner. Oh, I thought, son of a bitch. Did I, you eat I, them? I mean, no. My Brussels sprouts were a hit, and I can get some people on here to to confirm that they were a hit. It wasn't just any. See, I feel like that's Thanksgiving is about taking things that are kind of sort of healthy like turkey is a lean protein you know meat it's it's got a lot of protein yeah. low fat you know low carb and then you know what makes it better let's dump a bunch of gravy on it it's about Dude, taking brown things <laughs> things you, why would you put brown you put turkey gravy on it isn't it brown turkey gravy like is turkey colored gravy. <laughs> like with biscuits yeah you could put that on your turkey too <laughs> but the uh that's what Thanksgiving is all about, taking things that are kind of healthy and making them really not healthy. So my my Brussels sprouts, Gary, had bacon, bourbon, mm-hmm. and maple syrup, mm-hmm. and they were all gone. It was the only thing that sold out. 
only thing I know about Brussels sprouts is every corny TV show I ever saw, watched, the kids fed their dog Brussels sprouts <laughs> on the table. Well, I don't know if any of this was happening at Thanksgiving, but it, all the Brussels Put sprouts Samson were on gone. the phone. Let yeah. me see. Did he? I don't know if he ate them. <laughs> My dogs do because we don't really have a lot of meat in our house. My dogs, when I was cooking that bacon, were like freaking out. Like I had to like hold them back because. They're trying to jump up on our stove, and we have a gas. I'm here and burn your, burn your paws. I bet that bitch dog did, didn't she? <laughs> they were even before I started like open up the package, and they could smell like, probably like tofu bacon. bacon or something at your house. It was it was real bacon. Angie was gone, so I was like, <laughs> she got home. She's like, <laughs> smell burnt flesh here. Yeah. <laughs> She did say that. She she did say that uh, the next. She came home the next day, and I made. What did I make? I made like a breakfast bowl or something like that. And she kept saying, it "Smells like bacon in here. It smells like bacon." I'm like that's because there's like probably bacon grease all over the place. From Listen, she at bacon... least she at least will say that the bacon smells good, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's not like an anti. She's not crazy. I know that because I, I came to your house one day and you all were watching. Diners, drive-ins, and drive, whatever that show is with Guy Fieri, <laughs> and they're like cooking yeah. something. Like, you don't even eat that. Why are you watching this? <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite show. But anyway, the back so to the Gary, beer, back to the lecture yeah. hand. So, first off, brought to you by rivalrybrews.com. Ten percent off mmamckinney.com or mmamckinney code at rivalrybrews. I'm not very good at these sponsor reads. So, but uh, I did want to give a shout out. People, a bunch of people that have been ordering, especially they've got the Christmas box, Gary, the 12 beers of Christmas. Yep. Been tagging us. Yep. Thank you for your support. Love you guys. Um, Truly. Hoppy Head. I still got his. Hoppy Head. Hoppy Head, you fucking bad son of a bitch. I love you. Yeah. All the way to California. Like, yeah, that's Ohio beers making their way to I'll be California. Watching him on, I'll be watching him on Instagram. Yeah. So, Bunch of people sent. Uh, I think they still maybe have a few boxes left if you want to get in there and get your 10, 12 beers of Christmas. Um, but it is Advent season, Gary. You remember last year mm-hmm. I did the Advent box. And then, yep, this and year, you iced. Yeah. Hopefully I don't get iced this year because this year I'm doing a little different. The wife and I decided to do each every other day. This is how, this is how cute and romantic we are. God. We did Advent. It. We did Advent for each other. Keep that energy for the rest of your life. So, day one, she picked for me. Mm-hmm. She's the odd day. Yeah. When was the first so, day? Today's December first. Oh yeah. Which technically, I think Advent starts. Didn't Hanukkah start yesterday? I don't know. I can't keep track of all these. I thought you secular holidays. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> all this pagan bullshit. I don't like the stuff that is on a different day every year. Keep yeah. a day, pick a day, and keep it. So, right. So like Thanksgiving, Even like Thanksgiving, I'm Easter, like, eh. yeah, Christmas, okay. boom, Jesus' birthday. It's the same day every year. That's right. New Year's Day, same day every year. Right. That's easy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the beer tonight, Gary, comes to you all the way from the west side of Cincinnati, all the way Rick. across town. From Brink Brewing, oh, and this is perfect because uh, you kept me up late tonight. This beer is called Nightcap. 
Ooh, it's got melatonin in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna mel. It's gonna put me to sleep. But it is a holiday ale, and you know I'm sometimes like, like I'm fifty fifty on the on the Christmas holiday ales. This one though is like a, is a porter, so it's a little darker. I don't know if you saw me drinking it earlier, so it's like mm. a dark, really dark beer, and it's not overwhelming on this on the spice, at least from what I could smell. It's got like some definitely like some some Christmas spice, like a I don't know nutmeg, nutmeg, um, probably some cinnamon in there, and some myrrh. but it's got like that smoky roastiness of that of the porter, which I think you would like a a good like. You would like a good porter. Like I know you like dark beers, so you would be a good yeah. a good porter guy. But uh like my soul, baby. Yeah, black like your soul. So this is uh Brink Nightcap, staying up late to drink this beer. This is day one of Advent. Cheers. Give it a- And while he's drinking that, one hundred percent appreciation to all of you guys that are out there using code MMA McKinney. If yeah. you would do me a favor and rally for a promo code for me. Code. And MMA Gary, MMA Thomas. No, uh, dump truck beer. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Dump. It could be dump, dump truck. Isn't it crazy to you though? Dump or truck. That could be your code. We talk about this all the time. (laughs) That people actually support our dumbasses. Yeah. I don't know. People listen to this. People buy the shit we say. The thing about it, though, any like just like any podcast, like if I listen to a podcast and I'm like, oh, that's actually something I would buy. Like, thing I was looking into today, and I, I blue shoe. Give a, no, um, have you heard of Mugsy Jeans? Yeah, like, I saw that. Barstool, right? Yeah, Barstool. I'm like, hey, I might, I might actually like that. So we try to come up with things that we think you would like, right? So that's what they're supporting us. But then we use company we. Have company. We don't have a lot of. Sp- we do have a lot of sponsors, but these Shout are things out. that we actually use. Right. Every thing that we have on on our podcast, one of us has used. I yeah. clearly have not used Beard Octane. I have. I listen. I fucked up the other day. I think it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> I put that shit on and listen. It's it's like it. You need to put it on like an hour before you leave because it is it's powerful strong stuff's powerful i'm like holy shit this thing's like what flavor pumpkin pie no get you ready for dessert no is it is a cinnamon ish transparent they need to come up with a transparent pie flavor oh dude transparent pie is the bomb i don't know i had to try one next time you come yeah listen it it costs 92 cents to make like it's pie filling butter and sugar sugar. There you go. Four sticks of butter and one pie, yeah. and nine pounds of sugar. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm digging this beer, Gary. This is a, yeah. a great selection by my my beautiful wife. Oh, um, good job, she knows, the, she knows the beer. I and and let me just say this. So I know that a she's gonna have some great choices. Yeah, but just being will, will she have a prank choice in there? Probably no, because she knows that she knows how serious I take this, this beer selection. <laughs> But uh, just knowing me, and you know how I'm like, I go all in on things. I'm like, I got a strategy of like, here, I was like, here's my three top strategies. Of, <laughs> she's like, you were thinking way too much about this. Just go. We each did 12. Way get us a beer. Yeah, we each did 12. And I already, I'm like, ah, man, I, how, how could I only do 12? 
Have you already bought all twelve? No, I think I have ten of them, of my twelve. So I and I'm like I picked the ones that are like higher alcohol. I looked at the weekend, the days oh, that were weekends. Yeah, I looked at boy, I know what you say. Give her yeah. that gift. <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> oh lord! Um, but yeah, the uh, anyway, beer, beer, nightcap by Brink. And I will I will say this: Brink has been. They win a ton of awards. They are probably the best brewery in Cincinnati. Keep coming out with just awesome beers time after time. And this, they even like, they take a style that I'm like, there aren't very many styles that I'm like, eh, I can give, I can give or take. Yeah. Holiday Ale, I'm like, eh. There's a few that I like, a few I'm like, eh. But this is good. What I meant to text you today, we're at the office. A uh, guy I work with lives in Northern Kentucky, and he was talking about the brewery that partners with Graders. Is that Braxton? Yeah, Braxton. Yeah, he's like, I've never had it, but I bet it tastes like shit. The first they, yeah, I've, I've talked about this ad. Yeah, at length. That's what I was like, oh yeah. I've, I mean, yeah, the first one they did, they did their black raspberry chip, and of course, like people are going to want it to taste like the black, and they use like the same you know, black raspberry syrup or extract or whatever. And the very first one they did, the beer was, was itself was okay, but it did not taste like, it tasted like a, like a dark beer. It did not have enough of the raspberry. I'm like, if you're going to do a black raspberry chip flavor beer, it better taste like black raspberry chip. And that's what I've been saying yeah, for the last year and a half. The issue was they picked the wrong base beer to put it in. It did yeah, not they either that, that or is it always black chip raspberry? No, they've done a couple of other ones. They did a pump. They did a pumpkin one. They did a key lime pie one that was good. Dude, I try that. I like key lime pie. Yeah, it Probably was. And, but they picked like different styles. the The pumpkin one I think is like a brown ale. The dark dark beer is hard to get flavor in unless yeah, you're doing like crazy, a peanut butter uh, or what's that crazy? It's got a weird name. Super light beer, low. Low alcohol. Goza. No. Maybe starts with a W. Wurlitzer. I don't know. Uh, Hefeweizen. Maybe, Wheat beer. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. Super light, but I feel like that's what the key lime pie would go good with. Yeah, I think the key lime pie was just like a regular like blonde ale. Like it yeah. was just a light beer. Um, but they've done a few. They uh, Some of them have been good. Some of them have been. They did like a salted caramel one. Um, but the first one, it's like, you got people that are buying it that are not only, uh, beer fans. They're also ice cream because graders has a, I mean, they have yeah some diehard fans. The I love me some graders. Yes. Um, and I, I still have yet to have any ice cream that tastes better, but of course I'm probably, uh, Man, biased, listen. but I've Blue had Bell. like Jenny's I've had all the. I love ice cream. I've had, I'm like, I'm like the Cincinnati Joe Biden. Like, <laughs> he has, all right, Brandon, let's go. He has, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about his love for ice cream. Oh, other than I know he loves it. And I just, I, I also appreciate a good, uh, ice cream cone. I think that's the best way to have ice cream. I agree. I, when I was younger, I was into waffle cones, but not so much anymore. Like, I there's like not a, a lot of flavor. Cone. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You can fit more ice cream in one. Yeah. But 
you're looking for a gift this season, holiday season, whether it be Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, Jimmy's birthday, whatever it is, have you ever thought about giving the gift of entertainment through audiobooks? Yes. Yeah, we got a deal for you. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beard. Get one free audiobook of your choosing. Mm-hmm. On us. Free. It's free. Cost you nothing. Learn something. Laugh. Love. <clears throat> whatever it is. Live. Live. Yeah. Laugh, love, live. Yeah. <laughs> you want true crime. You want autobiographies. You want, I don't know, dirty slut ones. I meant yeah. to say smut. I didn't smut. mean to say slut. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. What's, what's the word? I'm, I'm searching that category one. As soon as we get on the raunchier edge, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, whatever. AudibleTrial.com. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> slash Is this approved? The approved read for this? Have you ever read the, the what they say? Yes. I've never done that. I mean, I've read it, but not out loud. You know why? Too. Not to our fans. Because this is our show. Yeah. So I, I do want to say, Gary. Yeah. First of all, audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards. But a recent audio book that I read will have a connection to my song later. So oh. we might revisit that. We'll, we'll, it'll give us another chance to do a plug. The probably go-to daily drinker of most casual bourbon drinking fans is what, David? Pappy, Jim, Jimothy <laughs> Bean, uh, yeah. and I've tried several. Bean, Beam. Bean, you said Bean. No, I said Jim. Beam. Jim Bean. I said Jimothy Beam. You said anyway. Bean. Anyway, roll the tape. <laughs> roll that beautiful Bean footage. <laughs> Slap the shit out of you, dog. Especially if I gotta be there at ten o'clock. Uh, <laughs> last last year. Got a gift from David. It was Jim Beam Black, which is the yeah. extra oaky. This year, I'm going with Jim Beam Double Oak. Now, Woodford Double Oak, probably one of the top 10 bourbons I've ever tried. I mean, I would drink regularly. Jim Beam knows how to do bourbon. You know what you're going to get every time you sip a Jim Beam. Yeah. The original so, Jim Beam is like I think that's still the number one selling bourbon in the world, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, by a lot probably. Getting a plastic bottle, you can get in a shoey, you can get whatever you, you can want. Get it in a fireball sleeve, yeah. party bucket, <laughs> and listen. Go to Kroger, go to Costco, wherever you are gonna find a Jim Beam holiday pack. Like it's gonna be there. Oh yeah, they 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 don't they gonna market around. it to you. Yeah, they're not having supply chain issues. Let's say no. So oh, I will man, say this is Woody, yeah. bro. This is Woody. I will say the the black. I didn't necessarily not like the oak. I I didn't like the char. The like, char. It was. Yeah. I didn't like the. It tasted like I was drinking charcoal. You didn't like that devil's cut. Yeah. I would. Dude, I like the oak. Out. Yeah, yeah, you would like if you like the oak, boy. This is oaked out right here. Not this, every this day. This could be but... a thirty year old bourbon. Probably not, probably about five. <laughs> so the secret is double. Uh, double oaked means they bring it to maturity in one barrel, switch it up. We're going to put it in another barrel too. Let it age a little longer. Double barrel. Does it say how long? No. Six Do you days, think so? Months. Yeah. So I've heard that if you put it in like a smaller barrel, 
it will because it's more surface area on the bourbon that you can get a better. I don't know if and I, I have no idea if this is if it gets a better draw from the yeah because there's more you know more of the bourbon is touching the the barrel, but I don't know if they do that or not. But I don't know. I would assume they would reuse another barrel. I don't think they would waste a brand new barrel because for it to be bourbon, it has to be in a in a new oak barrel. What yeah. you do with it after it becomes bourbon, it's keeping its integrity, but you're putting in other barrels. I don't know. Call Julian Van Winkle up. See if you like. <laughs> I'll text but, him. But this has got a, this is a I'll FaceTime story. him. Oh, I know this is going to be good. What? <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? It's just funny. Well, guess what? Just, I... Guess what just happened? Your mouth watered. Mouth watering, baby. What else is watering? My eyes. Your your eyes when I bust you in the head. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna release this video. <laughs> this is courtesy of uh, our good friends at Audible. They didn't pay for this. I paid for it. Uh, it's like twenty two bucks. So it's it ain't not bad. super expensive. No. Yeah. Especially if I like it. I feel like that's like high high end for jim beam <laughs> uh, jim beam depends. is like 20 bucks dude i saw 20. like a 40 dollar jim beam and it has had this fancy gold inlay i'm like bro you still jim beam yeah put a smiley face on okay. a turd it's still a turd <laughs> all right let's see how it tastes bro yeah. it's good not strong. I mean, you get that full. I guess you would call it a full body. It's, it's not like you're body licking experience. the wood, but like it's it's a healthy, strong coating of just that dark, rich flavor. What's that really mean? I don't know. It just feels very strong, not like spicy strong, but like like very uh, pronounced. Yeah, you don't feel like you're going to get a splinter in your tongue, though. No, 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 no. But I feel like I mean, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth out of it. Yeah, if you like the wood, that's your thing. What is that? Eighty proof. It's a good question. It is. Dude, I can't see. I'm blind as shit. <laughs> put your put your seeing glasses. You got your your glasses on. You need your reading glasses. Eighty six. Okay, so that's that sweet spot, bro. You know. As as Mike uh, Tabor would say, my sensitive palate. Yeah, your girly palate. Girly palate, I'll show you. <laughs> Gary, girly palate, Thomas. All gone. Gone. Damn, so, bro. Let's get drunk tonight. <laughs> we are, well, I already did that last week. You had your chance. You had your opportunity. You had a whole, oh, bottle, you had a whole bottle in front of you and in, and behind you. Bottle and what? You you had to. Did Angie? Text you and tell you had to chaperone me. You had to no. watch me. No, bro, I got three bottles of bourbon on my desk. You see the bottles behind me, <laughs> not counting my maxed out display up there. Yeah, you know what else we just got added this week though, Gary? What? We have a new fan. Yeah. And this, what you were talking about earlier, when people, oh yeah, 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 when people find out that you have a bourbon podcast, they're like, hey, uh, they immediately went to, and I'm like, I'm not the bourbon guy, I'm the beer guy. But but my so did they hear me talk about this or did they no, just no they so what happened was the they just found out that I had a bourbon and beer podcast like oh so my coworker said oh my husband 
was at the store and just so happened to be there when they put out uh, Old Forester birthday bourbon on the show. I'm like, oh, wow. I was just like, you know, oh, that's cool. Like, I, we, you know, we've been trying to get that for two years. We've been trying to get that for two years. And lo and behold, I go into work yesterday and she's like, hey, I got something for you. It's a little mini, I think it's like maybe an ounce and a half of the birthday. And she's like, this is from Jeff, my husband. Shout out, so, Jeff, you bad son of yeah. a bitch. And so I, I, I hope Jeff is listening. He gets a shout out. That's how you get a shout out. Give us bourbon. We don't. You might you might have noticed, Gary, in the past couple months, we've been a little a little low on the shout outs. Yeah, because we we got to save them. We got to make them worth it. Yeah. So Jeff gets a shout out, and then when we drink that bourbon, the birthday bourbon, he will get. A, it won't be a lot of it. But I don't, I don't care. I mean, we're gonna get yeah. to taste it. Yeah. So Jeff, because he she was like, yeah, he said that's like eighty dollars worth of bourbon. <laughs> like, yeah, it probably is. It's like I mean, retail is only one hundred twenty dollars like a bottle. But I mean, secondary. Oh market. yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he opened it. Smart man though. Cracked it. Yeah. <sighs> mm. There you go. Mm. So coming soon to a podcasting podcast near you. Us drinking birthday bourbon. If you want have a fetish of us drinking bourbon who in the fuck would have a fetish of us drinking bourbon <laughs> if if someone does i don't know <laughs> we don't judge like i'm not <laughs> i don't take that as me judging you just know i find it very intriguing i find i will say that intriguing in general yeah the video of me drinking that town branch went semi-viral went micro viral that could yeah, be a we're banned from town branch <laughs> Who was somebody thing? got somebody got some town branch like oh man I got this bottle I was like Pfft. like what do you think it's like, <laughs> like it was a gift I was like man regift that shit <laughs> wow and I think that <clears throat> from what I found out and I don't know this to be true in town branch's case but that chemically taste is yeah. where they try to um, fake age it like they try to speed I could up see that chemically. yeah so they so the that the, <laughs> Not to get too too deep into the woods about talking about something I, I have no idea about, but the they their big money maker of Alltech, which is the, the the overarching. So a they also are they are a chemical company, <laughs> like they make like chem they make like uh, fertilizer for for stuff. But anyway, the, their <laughs> for distillery stuff. for grass for crops, is, yeah. And their 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 beverage division, their big seller is the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel yep. Ale. So I'm thinking that they are probably aging the bur like their bourbon is like, hey, let's just make some bourbon, yeah, to you know to get our money maker of the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale in here. I've had They've it. Got, it's not bad. It's okay. It tastes like it tastes like if you put fake. You know, just like the same way, like if you fake yeah. aged, I'm, I'm sure it is real aged, but I think it's there's something in there to to fake age it a little bit. But they've come out with everything. They've hey, got a peppermint one for Town Branch, and you want to tell us about this? I'm open for it. Like, yeah, if you we want to hear about your if process. You said I've got a if you said I got a bad batch, caught me one. Yeah, I'm curious about the process though, because I I would think. They're selling a lot more of the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale, the beer, than the bourbon, and so they're probably 
just trying to get as much bourbon out, out the door as they can while they, you know, get as many barrels as they can. And they can yeah. reuse those barrels for, to for make beer, but you can't really reuse the the beer the barrels for bourbon, but you can reuse it for beer. Right. Right. So uh I don't know. One last thing before we listen to some music. I didn't want to David works hard on his outline every week. And I just show up and read it. Uh, a brewery creates a green algae beer that creatively fights climate change. Yeah. Did you read this? My initial reaction right off the top. What the hell? What would he do? Yeah. It's so the big thing is. That, man, listen, you beer drinkers will drink anything. Here's some fermented <laughs> Abraham Lincoln piss. <laughs> The big With thing a twist is that, of mango. Yeah. yeah, instead of, um, so during, when you ferment beer, carbon dioxide is released bad, right, for the environment. Mm-hmm. And there are way, there are many more things that are producing a lot more carbon dioxide than, than beer. Cars. Yes. Um, but they created this algae that they put in the ferment, so... The CO2 is ingested by the microalgae and they photosynthesize, create more algae, release oxygen and the war and that oxygen or the algae. Yeah. ingests the CO2 and it create basically reverse engineers the CO2. Like it, it offsets the. Does it the affect like the favorite process. flavor profile? I'm sure it has to, but the big thing, the cool thing about it is too. So Gary, so the, if they when, don't name it Frog Pond, they're out of their mind. When you most of the of the um, of most breweries that like their spent grain, mm-hmm. they give it as horse feed, right? Yeah. And so apparently, when they have this their spent grain, since it has this algae in it, when the cows fart, it reduces the methane gas. That they have in the burps and farts, which cows burping and farting is one of the biggest reasons, one of the biggest causes of uh, greenhouse gases as well. So and you know what you know how we prevent that? Eat more beef. Yeah, so that the cows don't have enough as much time to live, and then eat veal. Eat veal. <laughs> yes. Have you ever had veal? <laughs> yeah, actually. Have do you remember the frozen like encore meals? Like they had veal. Yeah, that shit wouldn't veal. That shit probably wouldn't even really meet. Yeah, uh, veal Salisbury steak. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? What that gross ass mashed potatoes on it? Hold on, let's see here. I'll show you. All right, share. I, I know you guys are thrilled by this. <laughs> Breaded veal parmigiana. Hey, is it the Parmesan from the frozen section? I don't know if they still have this or not, but they definitely had that. The Salisbury steak. Those were like staples of my house. The barbecue rib one was not as was much. Okay. Yeah, I had the chicken, We had the chicken parm. The But the veal parm was like... That was if you want to spend that extra one dollar. Our, one of our favorites. We're going to put that on a plate. And we're going to serve it out of the tray. We're going to put that on a plate. <laughs> yeah. We put the tray right in the oven. The styrofoam tray right in the oven. I mean, that's like quintessential 90s of uh, styrofoam tray, frozen dinner. Anyway. That's how we grew up. Yeah. 
The next section, following along with our Amazon trend, <laughs> brought to you by Amazon Music. David, did yeah. you know it's Christmas season? Yes. Christmas hold, music? Hold on. Stall. Stall. I, got, I forgot. I got to read this shit. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. I Have you listened to any? I've listened. I, I have a love-hate with Christmas songs. A, I like the like classy ones. But then I think that there's only like seven Christmas songs, at least that are good. So are they on Amazon Music? Yes, we're not doing Christmas songs, but it is Christmas season. We listen. If you go to our playlist, we have some from last year. Yeah. You did. Uh, I think you did. Like Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. Don't laugh. You and I did. I forget what Christmas. I did. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC, which is a banger. Mm. All right, here we go. Um, we'd love for you to connect with over 75 million songs in the Amazon Music Unlimited Library. You could be jamming out to your all-hits playlist or listening to the newest Amazon original podcast. You win. Today and for the holiday season, we're offering you a three-month free trial. What? Go to three months, David. How many? Wait. So you through through Valentine's on, Day, baby. Yeah, you can make Valentine's a girl, Day, whatever. Yeah, make you a bump and grind playlist. Mm-hmm. Get it ready before Valentine's Day. You got plenty of time. And then, just like Brian McKnight says, gentlemen, if you don't get late tonight, it's not my fault. There ain't nothing wrong. Oh, that's R. Kelly. I can't sing that. Anyway, go to getamazonmusic.com. Beers and beards. Get take advantage of this free offer over 75 million songs. Connect with your Alexa. Say Alexa, play Beers and Beards podcast. Also, my son said Alexa, play Shark Puppet. And it did. <laughs> nice. Alexa understands him. His speech must be working. It, it, it is. It does classes. understand him. Yeah. All right. So give me the backstory and this uh So I just listened to Dave Grohl. Mm-hmm. His new book, The Storyteller, on Am- on Audible, audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards. Awesome audio book. It's just basically stories about his life. So you got stories from his early life, stories from Nirvana, post Nirvana. One of the coolest stories, and I completely forgot about this, was he had a super group mm-hmm. with from, hey, I forgot that he was in for a time. He was a member of Queens of the Stone Age. He was like their drummer for a while. Right. B, forgot that he created the super group in like the late 2000s with Josh Hom from Queens of the Stone Age, the guitarist and singer, and John Paul Jones, the bassist from Led Zeppelin, with Dave Grohl doing drums called Them Crooked Vultures. We talked about it like that's like a whole chapter in the book of him doing this like you know, he just had this amazing chemistry and he said, I, I got so like, it was like a, a taste, like taste, uh, like what, what do you call it? Like it, it was like, a, it cleansed his soul to do something different other than like, he's like, I've been doing Foo Fighter songs for like a decade. Yeah. I need to do something different. I need to do these like funky riffs and funky, you know, beats and do something completely off the wall. And so they came out with this super group. And this was like the craziest time of his life, but they can't, I completely forgot about this band. 
them crooked vultures and this was their first uh single called new fang Yeah, so it's definitely different than... I feel like you can hear the influences of of all three members, but it's not what you would expect from any of them. Right. It's just Dave Grohl beating the shit out of drums. The bass is in there. Josh Hom. Is that how you say his name? Josh Hom? Hommy? Hominy? From Queens of the Stone Age. I've never been a big fan of Queens of the Stone Age, but... I feel like I mean, they got okay. like a cult yeah. following. Like they, and they've been around like you forever. Really like, yeah, yeah. But uh, you can hear the you can hear the influence of all of them, but it doesn't sound like any of them, which is cool. I like that. So a little bit of a uh, like I said, I completely forgot about that. Like the whole, the, like, but it was a big thing when it happened. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Hopefully, Dave Grohl a couple years ago said that they might come out and do another. They might do another. They said we we practice once a once a decade, and it's been a decade, so it's time to get so the band back it's together. Time to do it so, again. Yeah, but I feel um, like he still is a drummer at heart. Like him talking, yeah. in the in his book, you can tell he's a drummer. Does he at read heart. it? Like, yes. So he's very like him reading it. I think. My, when the author, especially if it's a famous person, reads their own book, right, makes it that much Way better. better. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it wasn't any like in depth. Like it's not going to win any, you know, Pulitzer. Pro, but I'm just like I'm fascinated by Dave Grohl and he. The biggest thing I think that I got from it is how grateful he is and how he like kind of pinches himself every day. I'm like I'm just. He's like I'm just some kid who was, you know, born in. He was born like outside of Cleveland. Grew up in D.C. Was just a big punk rock fan, and he's like I just became. It's like I'm not ever. It's like I never was like classically trained or anything like that. It's completely self-taught and kind of just lucked into a lot of stuff. But luck is like you know kind of when what is it preparation you know meets opportunity meets opportunity. Yeah, and that's kind of how he is. I think he downplays how freaking hard he worked to get where yeah. he is. But uh, that's yeah. a lot of lucky people. If you look, just they work really hard. Yeah. I always like we yeah. do on this podcast. Yeah, I always am fascinated by the like memoirs of of really successful people of like, and you you get a lot of like you you get a lot of of similar themes from them. Yeah. They are always they they never are in a room where they're the smartest person, or they don't at least feel like they are. Like they always feel like they can learn from others and take you know take things from others. 
they are humble. Like they never, they never tell you how great they are. They learn a lot. They read a lot. Um, work hard. Read uh, Tim Ferriss's. Yeah. Tribe of mentors. Like it's literally just, it's a standard 10 question ask and all these people answer it. Like all the famous people answer it in in, in a bunch of different fields. And you get that same common theme. Like, Oh, I love to fail because I learned something and it makes me better the next time and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah, in a similar way, you know, I found like the evolution of Rob zombie. Yeah. Not, not the same genre of music, but very much the same way. Like if you listen to him in interviews and he's, he's got a good podcast with Joe Rogan. He talks about how he really just did it his way. Like he was too stupid to not do it his way. And it all kind of fell in line from white zombie to his solo work to directing movies. Like it, it's kind of it's like a crazy ride. And he's just been like, Hey, this is what I want to do and ends up getting to do it. But I was in, I guess, high, uh, yeah, I was in high school during white zombies time. Of course, more human than human is a banger. Uh, but this song, I just remember, <laughs> I don't know something about this song. Like it gets in my head and, uh, it's fast and I don't know. So if you're a, if you're a zombie fan, this is, you'll know this song. <laughs> this is supercharged heaven. The supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen. You know, I don't think he's really into satanic things. But <laughs> you, 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 uh, you would think he was from his music and from everything that he does. That's how he looks. But he seems like so um, super intelligent. Yeah, he's really good friends with with Howard Stern, and he actually does the. He did Howard Stern's uh, intro to his show called Never Gonna Stop, and Howard talked recently about how how much of a sweetheart he is and how he because him howard stern and his wife were into like you know adopting animals and he's like yeah rob saw this uh this cat and i forget the cat had like a uh a goofy name but he's like 
yeah, all the cats, all of, all of his animals are like they have like Frankenstein and like like all these like crazy names. But he renamed the cat um, something like I forget what he named. If I can find it, well, anyway. Dylan looks up the cat's name. It's come to that time where I say thank you. Yes, if you made it this far, we love you. If you listened ten minutes in and said fuck these guys, still love you. It's all good. Don't forget, you can find everything we've ever drank, well, at least on this podcast, not in life in general, at <laughs> MMAMcKinney.com. You can follow David and his passion for sport. You watch wrestling tonight? Are you, ba- are you back in? Uh, what, what was What's on tonight? AEW or something? AEW. Isn't he good? Does it give you WCW? It's better than WWE. It's, it's like WCW, but run better. Like, it's not like a... I don't care. They actually have a good leader. Like it's it's not. It's very did, similar vibes. But did Psychosis wrestle tonight? <laughs> no, did Juventud Guerrera and Alex Wright? Yeah, they they definitely give you some of the same vibes. I do. I think that there are things that they've done that are better than WCW, and things that they've done that are. Like I wish I'm like I feel like this is so kitschy that like I like I really like the cruiserweight division in WCW. Yeah. Where the dude just like, and that's kind of everybody in AEW. Right. Cause it was WCW eventually became like all these, you know, huge, like Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash and Macho Man, Randy Savage and all these big dudes. But so AEW has like the smaller guys that kind of, you know, do the flipping and jump out of the ring and all that. And some of the bigger guys, but not as many, but, uh, they, they're doing, they're definitely better than I've tried to watch WWE a, pa, the, a couple times in the past couple, week and a half or so. Mm-hmm. And I don't get they, no good. they, they have live fans at the shows now, but they're still doing fake crowd noises to really to have the crowd have the reaction that they want them to have. Like they don't have the organic crowd reaction. They say, no, we don't like that. We want the crowd to have the reaction that we want them to have. And I'm like, what's the point of even going to a exactly. show then, right? Like, it's very so much stupid. like a, yeah. I think WWE might have finally lost its way. I think that Vince McMahon is so old yeah. and he still has so much power. And like, he can come in and just say, like, I want to do something and it's whatever is stupid. And no one can say, he doesn't have any people that can say no to him. Right, that, make, a bunch that makes of, sense. Yeah, so it's, yeah, and I think that I don't know. I think Tony Khan is such a when AEW figures out like how to hit that mainstream fan, like wrestling did in the nineties when they had, you know, like AEW has had Shaq wrestle. I'm sure that was like one of their most, <laughs> one of their most popular, most watched wrestling matches. Um. When they start to get that crossover, they'll I think they'll really hit their stride. But right now, it's a lot of the uh, a lot of the focus is, the, is on is, the, is the big show over there now. Yeah, but he's like a commentator. Oh, wait. Yeah. if we saw him Floyd Mayweather again, I'd, I'd be down for that. <laughs> and our and uh, Donald Trump back in they had a. Um, not Floyd Mayweather, but they've had Mike Tyson on a couple of episodes. Mike Tyson, um, you ever listen to Hot Boxing? 
No, but I see the clips of it from. He is so like chill. Yeah, but you don't. He doesn't say anything like worth worth listening to. Uh, like I, I listened like they he interviewed Eminem and Eminem was like oh my god I can't believe I'm here talking to you like <laughs> you're Eminem bro yeah. like he, when he interviewed um, Tyson Fury who's named after Mike Tyson yeah I just remember when Buster Douglas knocked him out when I was a year one year old yeah that was That's a free HBO first, weekend I, I remember we had like memories. the training montage recorded happened in Japan so it was like the middle of the day here in the U.S. and like the I, I, my mom told me this story and I I actually wrote a this will be the last story and we'll go out on this but <laughs> I wrote an article I was writing an article about Buster Duck because he's from Columbus and he knocked out Mike Tyson in in 1990 to win the heavyweight championship of the world and I wrote an article for the the. 25 year anniversary of it for 614 magazine and i mentioned it to my mom and she said oh you know you watched that fight and i was like what are you talking about she said yeah there was a big like snowstorm and i took you over to your uncle's house to because he got the the fight on pay-per-view because it was buster douglas fighting mike tyson and it was like the middle of the day because it was in japan and we like went to your uncle's house in the middle of a snowstorm and watched it i'm like oh that's cool so i I put that in the in the article about me like watching it when I was you one. Know, he, not even one. I don't think I think I was like four and months you, old. And, but they're like, "Oh my god, look a pig! He's shadow boxing over there! Like he's got it." <laughs> yeah, I because th- I want to say it was in like February, February, but Buster Douglas, man, he's lived his whole rest of his life off of that. Like he was a very much a journeyman fighter and knocked out Mike Tyson. That's he was when a Mike boxing Tyson promoter was. in Ohio. Toledo. Yeah. That's when Mike Tyson was like the scariest of his. I think he had already been to prison for raping the woman. No, he got out and fought the white dude after that. Chuck Weppner. I can't remember. Great white hype. The Irish hand bomb, whatever his name was. Marcus Marcus Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, share this with your loved ones. Yes. How did our not extended episode it'll be almost as long as our extended episode holiday episode we, we got stories listen if y'all out, the, we we'll pour we'll pour a glass we'll stick around two or three come hours. join our discord yeah <laughs> we don't have a discord <laughs> um so yeah next week regular episode and then a little something special after that yeah we're gonna be doing some uh influencing yeah so you will be socially influenced. I don't know. They know I'm coming, right? Yeah. All right. Until next week. It's not more than one. What's with you? You don't know me. I don't know who, I don't know who he is. It's Sean Down. No. I've never listened to Morgan Wallen. Me either. I don't know anything he sings. No. Round them up, round them up, let's go. Round them up, let's go.